0: The G Variant by Alexandra Marshall. May all that you stand for, and that we stand for, be preserved under the providence of God for the happiness of men. The trouble is caused by unthinking people who carelessly throw away ageless ideals as if they were old and outworn machinery. But it is the values of individual liberty, equality before the law and the supremacy of people over the state to which we can always with confidence return as a powerful and uniting force. Australia is not a secular country, it is a free country. It has been a long time since a bloke walked into a Chinese wet market and purchased a serving of bat soup. Two years into the COVID saga, and the world has sunk into the worst possible version of itself. I hope cosmologists are right about there being parallel realities out there, because if 2021 is humanity's best attempt, the whole intelligent life thing has been a bit of a waste. Civilization at large finds itself trapped by the clever use of words, and we are going to need a lot of WD-40 to loosen the hinges on this invisible cage. The first step in solving any problem is being able to accurately describe it. Considering politics is an entity created by language, this rule holds even more true than normal. Attempting to critique political movements when you are not allowed to talk about their failings ends in revolution. It is more difficult to lie about physical objects than abstract truths, which is unfortunate because the whispers of the world wield extraordinary power. Think about it this way. For over a year, the press have been able to claim that there is no opposition to COVID health orders. Disproving that narrative is difficult when social media is censored and newspapers are controlled by groupthink. These same headlines fall flat now that cities around the world have been overrun with protesters demanding freedom. Accusations of fringe lunacy do not hold up against the images printed next to the articles. Unable to lie about the masses, the media have started hunting lone crazies in the crowd to detract from the overwhelming political movement shaking the West to its core. Uncertainty is the friend of propaganda, and its alibi is a clever lie. The power of language, like all power, does not come with a conscience. Most regimes manipulate, limit, and obstruct language to control the people, if you can stop people speaking, you can also stop them from thinking. Burning books and banning words remain an efficient way to hide things. When we lose languages, pieces of history die with them. Many emerging ideological movements actively destroy the past to make themselves look superior in the absence of precedents. There is little difference between ISIS blowing up the Neolithic city of Palmyra and Silicon Valley Woke of us deleting dissenting scientists. From the beginning, the COVID pandemic has been marred by censorship and dishonest linguistic tricks. This escalated to the point of farce when the World Health Organization skipped the Greek Naming Convention, which would have seen the new variant hilariously labelled the G variant. The path to this depressing comedy sketch started several years ago. In order to stop the world talking about COVID's dodgy birth in a poorly managed Level 4 viral lab – Communist China leaned heavily on the World Health Organization to stop people calling it the Wuhan flu, China virus, or my favourite, Kung flu. There is a long-standing convention for naming diseases after the places in which they originated. This isn't a racist thing. It is genuinely helpful to know where something started. The naming of the Spanish flu stands as an outlier created by accident during an information blackout in the war – It certainly wasn't an act of aggression against Spain, and you'd have to be sitting on the fringe of sanity to try and rename it. Besides, if you renamed the Spanish flu, you'd have to call it the China flu, because DNA sequencing has tracked its origins from the arrival of American soldiers through to the Chinese migrants in America and into mainland China where it ravaged the rural population several years before the world started coughing. The real reason China went into propaganda overdrive regarding COVID is because it wasn't a sadistic quirk of evolution involving a diseased bat sneaking out of a cave. COVID was a manufactured gain-of-function experiment that leaked out of their highest security viral lab and killed over 5 million people before it destroyed the global economy. If any other country had done this, they would be paying reparations until the end of time, Hi, this is Dave Pello, editor and founder of The Good Source. Big thanks to the Good Source supporters, people who put their hand in their pocket for $5, $10 or $20 a month, some even a little bit more. There are no paywalls, no subscription fees. All of our content is completely free, and it is brought to you by Good Source supporters. If you would like to become a supporter... Simply head to the website, goodsource.news, and click on the support button where you'll be able to sign up for a monthly or one-off donation. Thank you very much. And now, back to the rest of your podcast. China has used language to distance itself from guilt. It worked. After a few months, China was able to point its finger at half a dozen countries and claim the freshly named COVID originated from there despite the absence of both bats and labs. This is a much harder accusation to pull off when the virus in question bears the name China virus. Censorship is easy when your regime funded the WHO Director General's borderline terrorist Ethiopian political party and manipulated the WHO voting process to ensure Tedros' election to head of the organization. It doesn't hurt that Xi Jinping's wife is now the WHO's goodwill ambassador, or that China has spent the last 15 years flipping votes on the United Nations Council to favour Chinese interests. The rest of the world complied with this linguistic charade because they live in fear of upsetting the emerging superpower in an era where America's role as global policeman sits as an uncertainty. No one cares about upsetting the Greeks. As COVID variants emerged, they were quickly given nicknames based on the Greek alphabet, What better revenge for China than to kick the injured West with viral waves linked to the root of Western civilization? Fair or not, the WHO established a nomenclature system to name variant lineages. So far, we have endured the Alpha from the United Kingdom, Beta from South Africa, Gamma from Brazil, Delta from India, Epsilon from United States, Zeta from Brazil, Eta from various countries... Theta from Japan, iota from the United States, Kappa from India, lambda from Peru, and Mu from Colombia. Not all of these made their way into the media, and some of them, such as the Mu variant, failed to live up to their initial apocalyptic branding. This week has brought a new world-ending variant to the global stage called Omricon, which originated among fully vaccinated travellers in Africa or maybe Belgian, political leaders are demanding paternity tests before claiming ownership of the variant. For those familiar with the Greek alphabet, you might notice the glaring omission of two letters, NU and z, which looks like G. The WHO has been asked why their naming convention suddenly broke down, to which they offered no explanation. We can probably make an educated guess, Naming the allegedly most dangerous variant ever after Chinese President Xi Jinping would be a victory for karma and a beautiful exercise in poetic justice. After manipulating events to keep China's filthy communist paws clean of blame, seeing the Xi variant in every global headline is exactly what Xi Jinping deserves for initiating one of the most brazen cover-ups in modern history. But why skip new? Well… There would be no room for doubt if the only Greek letter missing from the sequence was G. This extra hop adds a smudge of plausible deniability. That said, a smarter Ministry of Truth would have picked a different alphabet. Although this whole situation provides amusement for those observing COVID mania, it also highlights a complete disinterest from the mainstream press. Media organizations around the world would much rather blame the unvaccinated for COVID instead of the communist regime that got into bed with international big pharma companies and decided to risk everyone's life by playing God with humanity's future.